Hello, I am Lisa Obradovic and would like to welcome you to the podcast Certification Inspiration, produced by the Wound, Ostomy, and Continence Nursing Certification Board, otherwise known as WOCNCB. Founded in 1978, WOCNCB is a not-for-profit professional international nursing organization certifying over 10,000 nurses who are specialists in the field of wound, ostomy, continence, and foot care. Welcome to the WOCNCB Certification Inspiration Podcast. In this episode, we are discussing recertification via the professional growth portfolio, an alternative to taking the exam. WOCNCB nurses must recertify every five years to maintain their credentials. WOCNCB offers two options for recertification. One option is to take the certification exam. The other option is to submit a professional growth portfolio, otherwise known as PGP. In this episode, we're going to learn about the newly revised 2024 professional growth portfolio requirements. Joining us today are Linda McKenna, a WOCNCB board member. Linda has served on the PGP committee for many years as a volunteer and a chair. Currently, she is the board liaison to the PGP committee. Linda also was part of the PGP task force created to review and recommend changes for the 2024 PGP handbook. Also joining us is Lynette Gunn, a strong PGP advocate and co-host of WOCNCB PGP Office Hours. The live office hour forum provides the opportunity for our certificates to ask questions live. Lynette provides guidance specific to the PGP process and requirements. Lynette is also chair of the WOCNCB Marketing Committee. Welcome Linda and Lynette, and thank you so much for being here. WOCNCB is excited to launch the 2024 PGP Handbook. Linda, I thought we'd start with you. You've been involved with the PGP Committee for many years. Do you wanna provide some insight and background for the changes for 2024? Sure, I'm very happy to do that. Uh, About a year ago at our uh, spring meeting, uh, we were reviewing PGP portfolio numbers and it became very evident that the numbers of nurses recertifying through PGP had declined to a low of about 33%. So only about a third of our nurses were opting to recertify using PGP. More worrisome or as worrisome, half of those portfolios were being returned for revisions and corrections. And the board asked a very simple question, which was why is this so difficult? So at that meeting, they asked that a task force be formed to look at the process and come up with a revised program for them to review at their fall meeting. Now, PGP has been around uh, for 25 years, and this was really the first time that it had ever been thoroughly looked at and reviewed. So a task force was formed made up of previous and current PGP committee members and past and current PGP chairs as well as our one of our review, portfolio reviewers and our administrator. And they worked really hard for about four months, twice a month they met and completely uh, turned the program upside down with the goal of simplifying and streamlining the process. 
Uh, the revised program was presented to the board at the fall meeting, and I would love to tell you that they loved it. However, they said it's still too complicated. So at that meeting, uh, we continued to review and revise and streamline the program. Uh, in January of 2023, the PGP committee uh, met to fast track the handbook um, so that we could launch it at our uh, WOCN next conference. So uh, that handbook was reviewed and then voted on at the spring meeting. So that is the backstory. Thank you, Linda. Lynette, you have been, you've had a chance to review the 2024 handbook. As a PGP advocate, I'm excited to hear and have you share your thoughts about the streamlined PGP requirements. Thank you so much, Lisa. Certificates, get ready. You are going to be in love with this new process. New options, easier to understand. I think that the word simplify and streamline is an understatement. Uh, as I go ahead and ask uh, Linda a few questions about their process, I, I just want you to keep in mind that you can do this process. You have a true simplified option to retaking the test. And so with that, Linda, when do these new PGP requirements begin? Uh, you will be able to use the new PGP program beginning in January of 2024. Um, you will have the option of using the original PGP for a short period of time, and you'll get all those details via emails and, and, and snail mail, and uh, there'll be lots of information for you uh, to, to guide you through this process. As I was reading through uh, the new handbook, the thing that really caught my eye, struck out, bumped out, however you want to say it, is the new program uh, category uh, of being able to utilize practice hours. Can you elaborate on, on that and how you all came up with the point system? So uh, practice hours is new to our uh, recertification process, but not new to nursing specialty recertification. Um, and the, this will allow you to look at your practice setting and no matter what area you practice in, be it acute care, long-term care, academics, industry, private practice, you can claim points for the work that you do within each specialty. So the way this works is every specialty, as you know, requires a portfolio. So you can claim practice hour uh, points for each specialty that you are recertifying in. Now, uh, you can claim up to 40 points for 2,000 hours of practice within each specialty. Now, a nurse that works full time, that's 1.0 FTE, in a year's time works about 2,000 hours. So over five years, you'll work about 10,000 hours as a woundostomy continence and foot care nurse. So then you're going to look at the percentage of your practice uh, that you focus on uh, during that uh, five-year period. And that's how you will determine the amount of points you can claim. So to use myself as an example, I work three days a week. So I work, I don't work 2,000 hours a year. I work more like 1,600 hours a year. Um, but based on the percentage of my practice, which is primarily wounds and ostomies, 
over that five-year period, I will work 2,000 hours in each of those two specialties. So I will be able to claim the full 40 points. However, my continence practice is much smaller. So looking at my continence practice, I'm going to probably fall into the 500 to 1,000 hours over a five-year period. So my point values that I claim um, will be lower. Wow, that is, again, that was just wonderful uh, to be able to utilize our practice hours to count towards our points. And then that means you only need eight, uh, 40 more points per specialty to complete that section of your portfolio, whatever your certification is. Some other things that I saw as a um, update within this handbook was the simplification of point values uh, to either 5, 10, or 20, unless it's uh, a CE, like taking a seminar or, or attending a some sort of continuing education. Can you talk a little bit about that, how you all determined to simplify the points? Yeah, our old process, um, just to give you some a perspective, um, our old handbook was about 60 pages and this handbook is about 40 pages. So it's a third slimmer. Uh, the original PGP had nine categories to choose from and we streamlined that, that down to three. Continuing education is still required. Then we have the new category practice hours. And then we took the other remaining eight categories and we combined that into the third um, section. Uh, we streamlined the point value because it was very confusing whether you needed to claim five points for doing something and then three points for revising it. So we just went with point values in increments of five. Some of our activities have a lower point value than they did previously. Uh, the one that pops out to me are textbook editor and uh, textbook chapter um, author. Uh, they had higher point values, but they were rarely used. Only a very few uh, nurses who recertified through PGP actually claimed those points. We felt that they were very critical to maintain those categories, even though it was rarely used. But we felt that we needed to de decrease the point values um, somewhat. So you will see those changes. Other two activities that you will see removed that were used quite often were our P&I studies and uh, policies and procedures. Um, they were used a lot, but we looked at the fact that you can now claim points for your practice hours, and those are activities that are really integral to your practice. So we just felt that they would be uh, captured within that uh, practice hour uh, point range. Thank you. Another um, area I'd like to highlight within the design of the handbook was or is more definitions. I see that uh, there's explanation to clarify what is research, you know, what is um, uh, a professional uh, organization as far as you being on that committee, uh, what is a, um, what are the requirements for being able to uh, claim a product trial? things like that. I, I just want to thank the committee for 
you know, defining these more succinctly so that when people come to the office hours and, and ask questions, I have a better uh, understanding and a better uh, way of explaining to them the requirements. And I always point them to the handbook. So uh, I try to be very, very consistent with instructions that I give people because I realize that this is their livelihood and they want to be accurate on their uh, recertification. So thank you for that. Another uh, thing that I saw that's really wonderful as far as the um, updated handbook has to do with the confusing uh, phenomenon of point splitting. <laughs> I see that there's no more point splitting. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, point splitting and professional practice, those were the two most difficult things for our certificates to wrap their heads around. So we we really looked at whether we should maintain professional practice points as, a, as even an option, but we had to because our uh, recertification process has to mirror our exam process and our educational process, and we do teach uh, professional practice, so we had to maintain that within the recertification uh, process of PGP, but we really tightened its use. So when you get to that third category, which includes um, activities such as um, a committee member work or a products committee at your facility, mission trips, um, we are going to clearly tell you whether those points are going to be put in as professional practice and, or points that are going to go in as specialty. So professional practice, the definition is activities that do not directly relate to the specialty, but enhance your role as a wound ostomy continence and foot care nurse. So a real good example of professional practice is um, when you're working on an advanced degree, a DMP, a PhD, or a master's degree. The coursework that you take it's not a course on wound care, a course on ostomy. It's things like pathophysiology or evidence-based practice. And those that coursework enhances your role as a wound ostomy continence foot care nurse. So that meets the definition of professional practice. Uh, being on a committee, um, even though you may be on a products committee and you may look at ostomy products or wound care products or foot care products, um, your committee work is really professional practice. So uh, you will notice that a lot of activities that you may be put in under specialty before are now going to be coded as professional practice. And that's really to help make the process much easier. And because we're telling you where you can put the points, you don't need to split them. They're professional practice points, so they can go in any of your portfolios. So again, that's going to really help make the process easier. Thank you so much. That really covered quite a few of the questions that uh, I was going to ask you uh, regarding, um, you know, point categories being removed and serving on boards and committees, things that many of us do anyway, like you said, as part of our professional practice, but not necessarily uh, specialty specific um, activities. Um, let me see. 
one other thing I wanted to uh, let the listeners know is about the layout of the handbook. As I alluded to a few minutes ago, it is really easier on the eye to uh, find what you need to find. Uh, it's more in a column-like setup layout on the paper versus in paragraphs. Was there any thought uh, that was put into the layout or design of the actual handbook itself? Again, the whole focus was to make it easier to find the content uh, that you were looking for. And as we looked at the old handbook and made those changes, we just realized that uh, using the column system was, was going to make it easier to, to locate um, what, what you're after. Um, I, I, I can't reemphasize, and I know Lynette, you do in your um, office hours, how important it is to read the handbook. You can do a portfolio by going online and, and filling in the material, but it's not going to catch all of your mistakes. It'll catch some of the major ones. So anytime you put an activity into one of your portfolios, you really need to open that handbook. Now, we don't give paper copies out anymore, but you can certainly download and print your own paper copy and keep it in a three ring binder, um, or you can just download it to your laptop. But you really need to use the handbook and that is going to prevent you from making a mistake and you will find that it's going the whole process is going to go much easier if you use that handbook yes thank you and my final question has to do with precepting i was looking at the uh, precepting information and that also has been uh, streamlined can you talk a little bit about the precepting portion? Because I get a lot of questions about precepting and how those points count and all this sort of stuff. Oh, yes, we're going to make a lot of people happy again with precepting. I was the unfortunate person to be the chair of the PGP committee when we put maximums on precepting. And that's another thing that's that you'll notice in the handbook that the use of maximums is really, really limited. Um, so if you love to precept and you have the opportunity within your practice setting to work with a lot of students, there is no maximum points anymore. Uh, when we put those maximums in place, ooh, people got really upset. So if you want to claim 40, 50 points um, or more for, for precepting, you can do that now. Um, the important thing with precepting is you want to use a tracking form and that is available on the board's website um, and you want to just download a paper copy and every time you precept a student add them to your list and then when you go to tally up those hours and put them into your portfolios you will just do the total number of hours so let's say you had over your five years you had 50 students that you precepted in wound care uh, for a total of 100 hours. Um, you're going to then look at your how many points you get for that and you're going to list it as a, a total amount. But hang on to those tracking forms because if you're audited, you are going to need to present those tracking forms to the reviewers to actually prove that you did all the precepting hours that you did. So yeah, lots of people are going to be very happy about the changes in precepting. Thank you so much. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that 
there are, of course, are going to be those that say, I've never done a portfolio. I don't know what to do. How do I start? Well, what the first place to start is to go to the uh, WCNCB website, and that's where the most current PGB handbook will be located. But in anticipation of the new one coming out in January of 2024, I also want to let everyone know that I was happy to see that there are no changes in the fees. They're the same fees, streamlined process, and to me that equals best practices and success in recertification. Thank you. Thank you, Linda and Lynette. It has been great hearing you discuss and highlight the PGP requirements and explaining the practice hour point category, which applies not only to nurses working with patients directly, but also applies to our nurses working in academia, industry, and administrative or management roles. This is a game changer. Thanks again. To our listeners, make sure you visit the WOCNCB website and download the current PGP handbook as well as find other resources, including on-demand tutorials and frequently asked questions regarding PGP. Just visit wocncb.org and select the recertification tab. Thank you for listening and take care.